1: In the squadron. They called him Bullets, but we call him Greg Kelly. Greg Kelly is on the
0: air on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Well, this is very nice. Very nice indeed. I am seeing, uh, looks like about a million people. I don't know how many are there officially, but. A lot of people with uh, Israeli flags and wearing red, blue and white, blue and white, the flag of Israel, right? And uh, they're peaceful, and they're in the Washington Mall, and they're supporting Israel. Huh? Isn't that beautiful? Who'd have thunk it that that'd be so radical and outside the box? It's about time we're seeing something this big, this peaceful, this righteous, you know, supporting the good guys and not the terrorists. You know, for weeks now, weeks of this nonsense all those maniacs, those anti-Semitic maniacs, taking over this college campus, that train station, Columbus Circle, Grand Central Terminal, and now I'm looking at uh, all these wonderful people supporting the good guys. You know, if you are pro-Palestine, if you are pro-Hamas, pro-Palestinian in this thing, I guess you're pro uh, the targeting of women and children. That was their that was their primary tactic. On October 7th, they went after, on purpose, the women and children. They didn't engage an Israeli tank battalion. They went to the concert, right? They went to a a concert, 19, 20-year-old girls dancing around. Now, a lot of these crazy uh, maniacs in Gaza, you know, they hate that, right? They hate that young women could have a good time not and not be in the possession of a man. You know, this, uh, what do they call it, Sharia law? Uh, it's not, it, 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 it's not good. <laughs> the idea that a woman is prop, it just, ooh, wow. A lot of it's offensive. Look, yeah, there are, we have traditional values, right? Traditional, but not like that. This is insane. Yeah. A woman looks at a guy or drives a car and they stone her to death. This is the direction they want to take the world in. And it's not one off. I can't believe that this, Crazy Islamic fundamentalism is on the rise. The Islamic extremism. Uh, you see these massive uh, turnouts in London, New York, Los Angeles, Tokyo, all over the place, everywhere. Um, I mean, is that message more appealing than uh, the Judeo Christian approach to things? No, it's not, but <laughs> I guess they're, uh, how are they winning this? Are they winning it? I don't know. I mean, maybe, you know how many uh, uh, Jews there are in the world right now? About 15 million. And that's about 3 million less than uh, 50 years ago. Uh, the the Muslim population has increased by about a billion in the past 50 years. Now, this is not about Muslims in general, all right? I, I, yeah, great people out there, okay, but this is this crazy, and I don't know how, what percentage it is, I, I I'm 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 sure it's a minority, right? It's a st- distinct minority. It's got to be. This can't be a mainstream idea. I know Muslim people who don't, uh, you know, uh, stone people to death when they make a mistake. <sighs> well, wow. anyway, I'm just happy to see that this thing is uh, happening in Washington right now. Lots of people there. It looks like a million, as far as the eye can see. And you know what? If somebody in my presence says. From the river to the sea, you know, Palestinian, from the river to the sea. I don't know what I'm going to do. Do I call the cops? I guess I just have to give them a look, right? I'll give them a dirty look, and I may say something. I may say something. I'm not going to do anything, but I'm going to say something. Because that sounds, what does that mean? You've heard about this, right? From the river to the sea. What could be wrong with saying from the river to the sea? It sounds like a line out of a song. Well, it's code for genocide. It is code for eradicating the Jewish people and the Jewish state, and um that's not uh, that's not gonna happen uh although if we let it happen, it could happen if we don't fight, it could actually happen if Iran keeps feeling its oats because we don't have an administration to put them in check and we don't anyway, what does the river from the sea mean or from the river to the sea? It means from the Jordanian river to the uh Mediterranean Sea that's where palestine should be but there's a big problem with that what's what's there right now israel they want to eradicate israel this whole thing about the you know a jewish state a lot of uh, a lot of radicals out there don't think that the jewish state israel has a right to exist you've heard about that debate for a long time to me it's not a debate of course it must it is it always will be but we have to protect it we have to nurture it we have to support it And I just can't believe that people can go outside right now on television and elsewhere and not be, you know, (laughs) where's the Me Too movement? You know who I saw on TV today? Fabio. Remember Fabio, the guy with the long hair, used to be on the romance uh, novel cover, right? Fabio, great dude. I think he's Italian. He happens to be a bit conservative. And he, he shows up on conservative media sometimes, and he just speaks a lot of truth. And people are like, oh, what does Fabio know? Well, he knows a hell of a lot more than the New York Times and the CNN and the MSNBC and the rest of them. He's human, a human being and he's using human wisdom. And, he, you know, he's saying, I don't give a damn. I'm going to say this. And he's like, where's the Me Too movement? You know, remember the Me Too movement? Uh, uh, you, you say, hey, uh, you look good in that dress and you're canceled. Literally that happened, actually. Somebody said, you look good. You make that gown look good. And uh, you are written up, you're charged, you are uh, fired. Yet there's the systematic raping of Jewish women happening right now in those godforsaken tunnels underground. And Me Too. What what what's Me Too doing? Uh, they're putting out statements of, of solidarity with the Hamas people, right? That's what they're Me Too. What a scam that turned out to be, huh? What a total and complete scam, just like Black Lives Matter. Another. Um, Became a racket. And whatever happened to all the money? What happened to all the money? Hmm. Anybody know? All right. So uh, we'll keep an eye on that. What else is going on? I Oh, Eric Adams is uh, feeling the heat. All right. I don't like Eric Adams. I think he has no integrity. He certainly has no ability. He has no political ability. He has no governmental ability. He got in there through a fluke because we get nobody's running for mayor these days. You know, Giuliani and Bloomberg, those days are over. Now we got a bunch of clubhouse silly politicians waiting in line. And for Eric Adams, the racial politics kind of converged at, at the right time. And on the last day of school in June of 2021, he gets 200,000 votes. And somehow that makes him our mayor. It's absurd. So he's the mayor. <laughs> it breaks my heart. Um, and I do believe he's dirty for a lot of different reasons. This guy, right? Uh, now, at the same time, I think this is a hit from the Biden administration because he's been getting out of line in big ways and small. They don't like him. And uh, but anyway, he was there this morning, right, talking about his uh, situation. And the reporter is so very ever so politely bringing it up ever so politely. You know, there's there should be a stampede right now, a stampede of people uh demanding an explanation. All right, go ahead. I want to hear a little bit from this morning.
1: I'm wondering um, if you think that and your emphasis on that, that people are getting distracted by your legal problems. No, uh, we can focus straight ahead. No distractions and grinding. That's what this administration is about. Straight ahead.
0: All right. We cut these things really. <laughs> uh, no, what did they say? No distractions. We're grinding. Keep going.
1: This is an ongoing review. And as a former member of law enforcement, uh, it is always my review, it's always my belief, don't interfere with ongoing review and don't try to do these reviews, uh, you know, through the press. All right. We are fully waiting. Uh, with whatever, uh, the reviewers are looking for, we are fully co- cooperating with it. And my role is to allow them to do their job without interference. And I have to do my job of continuing to make sure the city navigates the various issues that we, that we are facing. Oh boy. He
0: has a uh, trouble getting all that out, doesn't he? Um, he's cooperating. He's, co- he had no choice but to cooperate. The FBI rolled up on him and said, come here. Hey, you come here. <laughs> They essentially put him under soft arrest. They put him in the car. Uh, the bodyguards he usually goes around with they had to go away, and they demanded they legally took his phone from him. You know, I remember I was once involved in a uh, in litigation, and there was an interest in uh, something that uh, you know uh, I may or may not have emailed, and uh, somebody wanted access to my uh, my database, and uh, well, <laughs> we had a conversation with him. I didn't just hand over my phone. No, excuse me. This is my phone. I've got constitutional rights. Let's have a talk. Let's have a discussion about this. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. All right. Well, this is my lawyer and he can talk to your lawyer and all these things happen. It's no big deal. It was years ago. But, um, and by the way, (laughs) you think your phone is private. It ain't private. It ain't private. Uh, they got a way of finding all kinds of stuff in there just, uh, anyway. Uh, but that kind of stuff in there can, um, you know, be a value, Anyway, there's ways of wiping your phone clean if you want to wipe it clean. But uh, at the time, uh, my phone was basically had every thought I ever had in my head going back to 2006. Everything that I ever – you know, your phone is like your brain. It's like a record. It's like the droppings from your brain, Br- brain droppings. Uh, George Carlin once called Yeah, brain droppings. So um, – I had to give it over my phone, but I didn't just give it to some uh, guys on the street who asked for it. No, it was negotiated. And at the right time and at the right place, I think I put it in the mail, actually. I think we sent it in the mail. So you don't just take it from somebody like that unless the guy's really dirty or, two, um, you're trying to intimidate him. And I think it's both, <laughs> to be honest. I think it's both. It may not be this, the thing that he's dirty, uh, but... They're definitely trying to intimidate him. And I am getting a little bit sick of seeing all these uh, videos of former Trump lawyers coming on TV and saying things that are actually not that incriminating Uh, for anybody. You know, uh, uh, Sidney Powell is on TV. MSNBC breaking news last night. uh, Sidney Powell, who sounds a a little bit like she just sounds like Rudy was mean to me and we had an argument about that. To me, that means nothing. It doesn't mean anything about Sidney Powell. It doesn't mean anything about Rudy Giuliani. People have arguments all the time, me especially. At one point, I was a, I was a noted hothead. <laughs> yeah, me. I had a great big chip on my shoulder. I have mellowed out in many ways, thank goodness. So, yeah, and then Ellis, Jenna Ellis, who is really a lost soul these days. Gosh, whatever happened to her? And she said she you know, was gossiping with some staffer, and they're acting like it's a big deal. It's not a big deal. Uh, Rudy's going to be uh, fine. Everybody's going to be fine. Donald Trump is going to be fine. I just know it. Don't you? I it was really sad to hear about his sister. All right, where are we moving right now? Where are we moving? Artificial intelligence, don't worry about that. Uh, virtual reality, don't worry about that. What we have to worry about is artificial reality. Artificial reality and they are creating a fake reality every moment of every day trying to psych us out about Donald Trump to lie, cheat and steal and distort to give good people, reasonable people who aren't as politically minded as we are uh, doubt room for doubt. Oh, I got this. Joe Biden, new poll, his support among black people. Has declined twenty four points. Twenty four points. How about that? That's big. Now he's still doing fairly well. It, got, it went from ninety six percent to seventy two percent, but that is a major hit. Imagine that. You can't look at a black guy in the face and say, "If you don't vote for me, then you ain't black." Hmm. Yeah, people, uh, people remember that. It may have taken a long time to sink in. Oh, and there's this. I have Joe Biden on audio tape. Using a racial slur. You have not heard this before, okay? Remember the corn pop situation? Remember he was talking down corn pop? Well, uh, everybody got distracted by the corn pop thing. They missed the racial slur that came about a minute later. I have it when we come back.
2: Uno. He's
0: your numero uno. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Uh, we'll get to the corn pop thing in a moment. I just, just got to uh, rewind a little bit more and uh, we'll get that thing. Hey, this is breaking news and they're not finished with it. This is a big, big deal in the swamp. This is a, this is just how fake it is. This is that artificial reality I was talking about. Uh, this sounds right out of high school. Uh, it's really inconsequential, but they treated it like breaking news. This is some Mississippi congressman by the name of Tim Burkett. Never heard of him. He's a Republican and he runs out to grab CNN to say that Kevin McCarthy pushed him or something like that. (laughs) Um, yeah, uh, this is, uh, I saw it all live happening. It was like uh, the biggest thing in the world. They try to make it a huge deal with the music and the gongs and the, this CNN breaking, Congressman Burkett claims, and uh, listen to this guy. Cut 16, please. He said to our colleague, Melanie Zanona that this is a tight hallway. He denies this interaction. He says it's a tight hallway, and I bumped into him. He says that this is not an intentional thing.
1: There's 435 congressmen. I was one of eight that voted against him. That hallway was, uh, there's plenty of room. You can walk four, four side by side. He chose to do what he did.
0: He chose to do what he did. And what is that? He elbowed him or something? Cut 17?
1: Were you injured? I don't, I don't know. Injured, man. I, Does it hurt? I mean, did it hurt? Yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, it still hurts because it was a shot to the kidneys. And it, it still hurts, oddly enough. It's not not anything I'm going to, I'm not going to, probably not going to do an ethics complaint on him. He's not worth it. But Are you accusing him of assault? Am I accusing him of assault? I don't know. Ask a lawyer. It, it's over as far as I'm concerned.
0: Gosh, look at the reporter trying to make this into something, right? But who was this guy coming out? And Kevin McCarthy, what did he bumped into him? He elbowed him. Can he prove it? No, he can't prove it. I'm no big Kevin McCarthy fan, but this is Tim Barquette, Republican, yelling and crying to the fake news. What does the fake news love to do with Republicans? Pit them against each other. Uh, next cut, please.
1: Well, I was doing an interview with um Claudia from NPR, a lovely lady, and when she was asking me a question. Hey stop for time, a second.
0: I-, I know who Claudia is. She's not a lovely lady. She's absolute fake news she's a crazy fake news maniac like the rest of them down there. Wow, that tells you something. Claudia from NPR and no, not a good reporter. Totally fake news, a total Trump hater. uh all right, that's a lovely person, huh? Uh, Timmy, keep going.
1: And she was asking me a question, and, and at that time I got elbowed in the back, ah! and it kind of caught me off guard because it was a clean shot to the kidneys. And I turned back, and there was there was Kevin. And I, I, for a minute, I was kind of, what the heck just happened? And then I, you know, I, I chased after him. Of course, he's a, as I've stated many times, he's a he's a bully with seventeen million dollars in a security detail. You know, he's the type of guy that when you're a kid would throw a rock over the fence and run home and hide behind his mama's skirt. And he just. You know, he from behind, that kind of stuff. It, you know, that's not the way we handle things in East Tennessee. We, we, if we have a problem with somebody, I'm gonna look them in the eye.
0: Uh, you know, I used to live in, uh, East Tennessee, and, uh, it ain't all that. It's <laughs> just like, uh they're, 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 they're creeps and all, they're all kinds of people. They're great people, they're weird people, all kinds of people. Uh, all right, so, what do they say? Throw a rock? Is there one more here? Because they really are milking this thing. I guess I am too, but, Look, this is between you and me. This is CNN, the glo- the most trusted name in news. They have a global presence. And they're talking about this nobody you heard what really bothered him about Kevin McCarthy? He has a security detail. That's why they want these leadership posts because they get the the frills, the um the bonuses, you know, a car and driver. All right. Well, enough with that. Hopefully they make up. Oh, who cares? But shows you and they fall right into the fake news's trap. They'll magnify this. They'll distort it. They'll blow it up. You know, Kevin McCarthy, leave him alone at this point, okay? He, he's gone. He's not coming back. Uh, stop giving him such a hard time. Greg Kelly, entertaining and informative on the Red Apple Podcast Network. It's it's really amazing this um, this situation in Las Vegas is not bigger it should be. I mean, look, it was a big deal. I understand. Yeah, people were upset about the, whether it's uh, uh, George Floyd or uh, Matt Arbery or whatever. Yeah, sure. These those were big stories. Okay. I think there was a bit of an overreaction, but this is an underreaction. Got a guy here by the name of Lewis, L-E-W-I-S, in Las Vegas. He's 17 years old. He's dead now after he was beaten up by 15 or so teenagers, other teenagers, 15, from, from the same school, it looks like. And no arrests have been made. The damn thing is on videotape, and the guy is kicked and punched into a coma, and he just died. And nobody seems to give a damn. Well, I think that's a pretty shocking story, right? If you look at the video and I've seen it, it is, uh wow, they are killing a man in front of all of our eyes. And you know what? I'm sorry, but it would appear that there possibly just might have been a racial motivating factor here, right? Because all of the assailants seem to be people of color and the victim is a white person. And there is not a scintilla. I mean, it's been and the video now is being censored. And it's, oh, you can't use that video. You'll be sued. By who? By who? It's been viewed 25 million twenty five million times on social media, but now you can't find it. It's been deleted. Uh, I think that's uh, it's kind of amazing, isn't it? Um, James Flippin have you seen the video? I haven't actually seen the video. I just read about this story for the first
2: time yesterday, I think. I saw the kid's picture. That's all I saw.
0: Well, by just using the kid's picture and not letting people use the video – that minimizes the story. I mean, how big a story would George Floyd have been had we not had that video? See, uh, how big a story, you know, right? The it wouldn't have even been
2: a story without the video, really.
0: So we have this. The video exists. I've seen it. Now it's hard to find. And maybe there is no racial component. I'm not saying just because, but I think the question has to be raised. I mean, remember that fight in Montgomery? There was a fight in Montgomery, Alabama. Remember that thing on the, the silly, Fight on the uh, ferry dock. boat and the ferry boat and the dock. And, you know, some guy got beat up there, uh, a black guy, and a lot of white people got beat up there too. And nobody died. And it was one of the biggest stories for about a week. Bam, 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 bam. We know racial justice, this, that, and the other thing. And there was actually no hint that it was race. The media coverage was certainly uh, race conscious and skewed and weird, but. Man, what a demented world we live in, huh? What a what a strange place because it goes against the narrative. There is a preferred narrative, the artificial reality that they want, and by they I mean the the, the academy, uh, academia, media, corporate America, Democrats, uh, the deep state, they want because they can enhance their power. They want this white supremacy thing, this myth of white supremacy. They want to enhance it so they can actually take more power for themselves it's very very ugly and oh by the way i have to offer this every time i mention white supremacy because i want to i hate white supremacy it's such a ludicrous world view you are allowed however to be a racist you can be a, a white racist you can be a black racist you're allowed to be you're also i'm allowed to not be friends with you i'm allowed to uh not hire you actually if you don't if you have those views um and the moment you break the law Hopefully, law enforcement will arrest you, but you can have certain beliefs. You can. You're allowed to. I don't like them. You don't like them. Um, but the moment you start acting on those beliefs and and beating up somebody, well, that's a it's a crime, and maybe it's even a hate crime. And those hate crimes, they say, are more. I always thought all crimes, quite frankly, if you kill somebody, isn't that obviously a hate crime? But I guess if you kill them based on something that that person can't control, like their race, ethnicity, orientation, gender, all that stuff. Bias crime, they sometimes say, which is a better term, I think. Uh, All right. Hey, where the hell are the hostages? 37 days. 37 days, very little awareness, very little speaking about the hostages. And I hate the kind of the making it an equal situation, you know, Hamas and Israel, right? And these peace breaks, what do they call them? Ceasefires. Uh, Daily pauses. Daily pauses. <laughs> In the middle of a war. You know, I've been to a uh, war. And we there was no daily pause. I mean, there was kind of a, not, and believe it or not, you had to take a break every now and then. <laughs> you just, you can't be like, you know, so the daily pauses would kind of happen on their own. Let me see what they're saying here. The daily pause. Here's, well, there's supposed to be a lot of, uh, you know, forewarning about those pauses so that people could get south within Gaza. Didn't they already get a big heads up? Uh, Cut seven, please, cut seven. This is Jake, Jake Sullivan, the National Security Advisor. I call him the National Destruction Advisor because he's destroying this country along with his boss.
2: The United States has also been leading efforts to increase the flow of life-saving, sustained humanitarian assistance, food, water, medicine, into Gaza. While we've made some progress, much more is urgently needed to alleviate suffering among the civilian population in Gaza. We're glad to see Israel take an important step in this direction last week. And we remain in active discussions with the Israeli government about the importance of tactical humanitarian pauses in the fighting to permit civilians to depart areas of active hostilities, to increase the flow of aid and to enable hostage releases.
0: This little pencil neck has no concept what the hell he's talking about. Uh Jake Sullivan, he went from uh that nice college to that nice law school to that nice law firm, and he's looking at things on pieces of paper and you know email exchanges and powerpoints and meetings. He knows nothing of war, nothing of combat if you're going to go to war, go to war it's a horrible thing it's why you want to avoid it. the death of uh, collateral damage it does happen, and you can't make it not happen. Does anybody think Hamas is not going to exploit these operational pauses? Of course they are. Of course, and they are right now. And just remember, Hamas did it on purpose. They took women and children. They think they are a legitimate military target. They are not. These people are, quite frankly, Hamas. I mean, it's illegal. They're all war criminals. By definition, they are all war criminals. I want this thing to be over, and it has to be over decisively, decisively. Don't you think? I, yeah, I totally agree with you. And I mean, I, I feel as though it's kind
2: of horrifying the way there's been this moral equivalency surrounding things like kidnapping kids and terrorism and stuff like that. But what do you say to people when they push back and they say, well, Israel is guilty of genocide. So, you know,
0: say you're wrong. You know, I have no idea what you're talking about. You're historically wrong. You're wrong right now in the moment. There is no, absolutely no record of, a campaign against, uh, civilian targets, a sustained campaign against civilian targets. Yes, we've gone after terrorists. We, by the American Israeli alliance, we've gone after the supporter of terrorists. And sometimes, yeah, that does include, uh, the house where the guy came from. Oh, you were, he was making a, uh, a bomb here while you were here? Okay, you can't live in this area anymore. I think that's kind of reasonable. And that's like how you said war is terrible. War is horrible. War is a bad, bad, bad thing. And, um, gosh they've been the victims of genocide uh, but they keep surviving the jews they're amazing they are just amazing the the, the hard work the talent the survivability i just they i'm in awe of that of that that people i just what they what they have been through and what they continue to go through and the rest of the world <laughs> tries to walk all over them they're messing with the wrong people and <laughs> I wish I wish it were more clear cut on our side because Joe Biden is sending all kinds of weirdo mixed signals. All right, I'm so frustrated. I want to move on from that. I got to tell you this though. Uh uh here's Donald Trump being totally reasonable, okay? And they're saying they're pretending that this is ugly stuff. It's not. Ready? Cut 27 please. He said all this to Telemundo the other day. Cut 27. You can't do that. You can't go after people. You know, when you're president and you you've done a good job and you're popular, You don't go after them so you can win an election. They've done indictments in order to win an election. They call it weaponization. And
1: the people aren't going to stand for it. But, yeah, they have done something that allows the next party. I mean, if somebody, if I happen to be president and I see somebody who's doing well and beating me very badly, I say, go down and indict them. Mostly that would be, you know, they would be out of business.
0: Well, he's obviously lamenting the situation, right? He's not saying that's good. He doesn't like it. He doesn't like the precedent that has been set when you go after. Listen to how they lie, cheat and steal about what he said. This is the fake news freaking out. Cut uh, 26.
1: This week, Trump told us exactly what he has planned if he were to be reelected. The former president telling Univision he would use the Justice Department to go after his enemies.
2: Trump continues to be very outspoken about his plans if he is reelected to complete what he started on January 6th. To end American constitutional governance as we know it. Once again, we started this week with a report
0: that the former president is preparing to use the Justice Department to prosecute his political foes. Hey, one thing I want to there's a woman's voice at the very top of this. I want you guys to hear this, all right? This this lady uh and you heard what Trump actually said. He doesn't want this to happen, right? And they're they're accusing him. If he gets back, he's going to do what Joe Biden is doing right now. Joe Biden's doing it. A federal prosecutor has indicted Trump twice, twice. Both cases are bogus. They know it is. They know it, but they don't care. They're going to do it. They're really going to do it. But here's the thing. The Biden people are freaking out because they realize there's not going to be a conviction before Election Day. Right. And they also realize that this is helping Trump. This is so. Uh, but play that one more time. The woman's voice at the very top. OK, the woman's voice. Go ahead.
1: This week, Trump told us exactly what he has planned if he were to be reelected. OK.
0: Did you notice a lack of enthusiasm there? Kind of a robotic kind of, right? That woman on MSNBC, that is Alicia Menendez, the daughter of Robert Menendez. So she has an idea what it's like when the government goes after you for political reasons. Now, I don't like Menendez. Sounds like he did a lot of dirty stuff, but maybe he didn't. I do know this. He was an opponent of... Of the Iran nuclear deal. He knew it was a scam. He knew it totally favored Iran, not us. And he was the chair of the Senate Armed Services Committee. He said, I don't like this. He voted against it. He worked against it. And Obama hated him for that. And so did Joe Biden. And now the Justice Department shows up. Huh? I think she knows that. She feels funny about it. Isn't that interesting?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, it's uh, certainly fair, I think, to question to what extent some of those federal indictments have been politicized.
0: All right. What else is going on? Anything good on TV? The answer is no. I saw this crazy, perverted, uh, what's it called, Love Island on NBC Peacock. And it's about about, uh, who's going to hook up with who, period. Remember the dating game? I mean, that looks like... Channel 13 uh master's Puritanical. theater compared to, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right. It looks, it, it's it's just, that's Shakespeare compared to this depravity. <laughs> and hey, we all like to have a good time, all right? I mean, some do more than others. I'm not a prude, but there are some things that should not be on television,
2: right? Is it like an eye candy show? Is that I, why people watch ca- it?
0: Eye candy. Where did you get that phrase? <laughs> Is that eye, not an acceptable term? Eye candy. Eye candy. What do you mean? What does eye candy mean?
2: Uh, is it, in essence, is it the reason to watch the show because it's a bunch of attractive people parading around without their clothes on? I hear Love Island, I think, at the If you're into
0: that, you don't have to wait. You don't have to download, uh, you don't have to download uh, <laughs> NBC Peacock. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, no, it's about who's going to hook up with whom, right? That's the whole damn show. And it's very, I think, very vulgar. And I do think also they're kind of, I don't know what it is, but it seems like, and it's fine. It's totally fine, but it's a little bit, hey, does do any black people hook up with black people? And do any white people hook up with white people? It's all interracial. Oh, Now, interracial couples used to be, and by the way, that's fine, right? I, you know, I don't, It's well, yeah, love is love, right? But at one point, you know, it was somewhat exceptional in my lifetime. I remember walking down the street and go, oh, look at that. How about that?
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, when was that Virginia case? Wasn't that back in like the seventies or something like well, that? Now,
0: go on. I mean, go on television try to find a same a racially um, not mixed couple. Mm-hmm. It's hard. I'm looking. I'm looking at TV right now. There, it's a, it's a, it's a mixed couple. That's fine. It's totally fine. But to a certain point, because you're starting to make uh, people who are in same sex relationships. Feel lame and not cool, right? But aren't they just kind of checking the boxes? Like they've got, Oh, we get two different demographics in this commercial when
2: we do with an international relationship, you know?
0: I don't know. I, I see it as like, I don't know. I look white men suddenly overnight lost interest in, uh, 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 automobiles, deodorant, uh, beer, <laughs> lawn equipment, household <laughs> cleaning agents. I mean, you name it. There's no, the, 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 the I don't know. White people seem to have no more
2: applicability, right? Yeah, well, I don't think guys really lost interest in those things. I think the powers that they are. are
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean, quite frankly, as I was saying that, I said, I don't like that stuff anyway. <laughs> I mean, I'm just talking about uh, – anyway, I don't know. There's something very strange going on culturally. Uh, I don't and, – and, and they want me to notice. They're almost daring me to notice, right? Because who's going to notice? And who – Oh, you notice that? Why would you notice something like that? Oh, you're going to say something about it? Why would you say something about it? Well, it's to the point that you're trying to make almost other people feel marginalized, right? I'm getting to the point where I don't see anybody who looks like me on TV. Uh Uh-oh. Right? We know that's a problem. We've heard that's a problem. Exactly. I have to look and see. I'm not going to do anything unless that person looks like me. I'm not going to join the military unless there is a general who looks like me. And, you know, what a... What a buffoon I was to look in 1990 when I joined the military at General Colin Powell, who I thought was fantastic. He was a great guy, four-star general. And you know what I loved about the guy? He went to the same White Castle I did in the Bronx when he was a kid. I'm serious. And he didn't go to a fancy school, and there was a lot of things I liked about him. Of course, my dad was in the military, too. And, but uh, Colin Powell was a hero, but he was black, not white. I don't know. I mean was I mean I should have maybe I should have held out for a white general. Yeah, I guess so. Who looked like me. Looked like you had really been inspired. All right, everything going okay at home? Everything's good. Yeah. No uh
2: just trying to get squared away for uh the Thanksgiving holiday, getting things uh lined up. Got our peanut oil for the
0: deep frying of the turkeys this weekend. Everything lined up. You know what I do? I pull my chair to the table. You're not involved in the that's, cooking or the, that's the lined prepping. Up. We're going out. Oh, okay. Which I highly recommend, actually. Yeah, it's 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 less stress on everybody That's involved. For sure, yeah, and uh, but don't you got to tip better than usual? You got a tip. You got a tip. Good. All right. Thank you, everybody. Be right back. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Ooh, sorry. Hello. All right. We haven't taken a call yet. Let's try. Uh, Uh, Wes, he's in Tennessee. Hello, Wes. Yes,
2: sir. listen on the WABC app every day. Thanks. And, uh, I voted for Tim Burchett. He spoke at my cousin's funeral. I think he's just as upstanding, probably, probably in my opinion, uh, a little bit higher, moral character than most of those guys up there on Capitol Hill. And, uh, you know, it's just my opinion, but uh, I'm right out here by the 134th uh, Airway Fueling Wing. I don't know if you've ever been to Tennessee or not, uh,
1: but uh, but just I love you, man. I listen to you every day. I, I couldn't be more happier to listen to your show. But uh, just by the way, Tennessee is all that. Come down here sometime. <laughs> wait, 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 wait.
0: No, hold on a second. I uh, actually meant Mississippi. I, uh, I, I misspoke. I meant Mississippi. Uh <laughs> And what I mean by that is, you know what? I mean, I'm sorry. Some of these guys take a little bit excessive pride, you know, I represent the 14th district in uh, New Mexico, and it's the greatest place, you know, most people don't even know they're in the 14th district in New Mexico. You know what I mean? Wes and Agreed. uh uh so look, he seems like he, look, I I like that What's his name? McCarthy got voted out. I admire these guys. McCarthy, we now know, total career politician, in it for all the wrong reasons, in it for the you know, the security, the prestige. I don't think he's a man of ideas. But you've got to admit, you know, if you get shoved by somebody allegedly to go out on national television and make it a deal, let's see here. Uh, let's uh, cut 19, please. Cut 19.
1: Yeah, I raised my voice to him. I thought it was appropriate. And you know, I just don't expect... A guy who was at one time three steps away from the White House to sucker, hit you with a sucker punch in the, in the the hallway.
0: He didn't get punched in the hallway. You know, look, Wes, so are you, you hear me now? I mean, uh, he's a fine guy, I'm sure, but why go out and do that on CNN? Just settle it Tennessee style. Just follow him to his office. He knows where he works. Yeah, I like that idea. (laughs) All right. I love it. All right. Thanks for calling, man. Yeah, appreciate you, man. Okay, right, see you later. Thank you, and let's try uh, mm, Sandra.
1: Hi, Greg.
0: Hi there.
1: Um, I want—I I know you're really caring for the Jewish people, and you're doing such a great job. So I learned something today that I wanted to share with you. Maybe you could help. Um, Hunter College is scheduled to show a movie called "Israelism" in its full entirety tomorrow, and what this movie is it's very anti-semitic it's created to basically uh you know get everyone thinking that the, the jewish people are you know bad you know it it, it it it's full of hate it's convincing viewers that israel is an apartheid. party state. have you
0: seen the movie
1: i plan to see it tonight. all right now, Sandra, I have
0: a... now hold on a second Sandra. look i'm with you i'm totally with you on this stuff and these issues but you just said a lot of things about a movie you have not seen Know what I mean? Well, you see the issue there, right? I mean, look, there are certain books that I don't have, I never read Mein Kampf, but, you know, it's by Hitler, so I know it's bad. So, you know, you're probably on to something, but I like to, you know, dig deep. So what are they doing with this movie? They're
1: showing it tomorrow. They already showed it at the University of Notre Dame. They're going to show it at 60. All, all right. School. Well,
0: look, you can show it, you know, on your computer. Uh, I don't like it, but all right. Let me think about that one. Thank you, Sandra.